Welcome to another episode of The Raven Narratives. I'm Sarah Severson. And I'm Tom Yoder. Together, we are the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. The story you're about to hear was told by Kat Strickland in April at the Durango Arts Center and Sunflower Theater when the theme was Rites of Passage. Kat moved to Mancus in December after withdrawing from her South Carolinian school to be with her girlfriend and to figure out what the hell she's going to do next. Since Kat is unemployed and an ex-student, she spends her days blogging, playing with her two furry children, a lovable pup and a terrorizing kitty, and going to therapy. Here's Kat's story. So my story begins when I'm a 13-year-old at St. Mark Catholic Middle School. I'm sitting at my computer, and I have to make one of the most important decisions of my, at that time, religious life, and arguably my regular life, because growing up, there wasn't a differentiation between the two. You see, I was born a cradle Catholic, which means I was born into a practicing Catholic family. I was quickly baptized in the Catholic faith, and I went on to Catholic school from kindergarten until I graduated high school. And one of the things you do around this time is you perform the sacrament of confirmation, which is me basically getting in front of everyone I love and the bishop and confirming that I am a member of the Catholic Church and that I will follow Christ in the Catholic faith. And so what I have to do, what I have to decide is who is my confirmation saint? Um, A confirmation saint is basically like a guardian angel, but instead of an angel, it's a saint and you get to choose it. It's, It's someone's whose life you want to mirror. So I had friends choosing more mainstream saints like St. Francis of Assisi because he was so kind and loving and compassionate. And me being vegan, he was really with the animals, you know, it would have been a great option for me. Uh, I could have chose St. Catherine of Siena. Uh, We share the same name, and she's one of my mom's favorites, so that would have been really fitting as well. Um, But Kat in eighth grade needed to stand out. And she didn't care how she did it, which is how I found myself on the Google homepage typing in the words, saints with weird ass names. (laughs) And I don't know if the search engine had ever seen that before, but I got results and I found myself scrolling through lists of saints with weird ass names. And I came across my saint with weird ass name, Saint Zdislava Burka. I want to stand before you and say that I chose her because she was inspiring or because she was a woman or because she was the patron saint of failed marriages and like, I don't want one of those, but I didn't. I chose her because she had a weird ass name and my older sister being my confirmation sponsor, I knew she'd have to get up in front of everyone, including my parents and say that name. And she did the day of my confirmation I got up, I put on this maxi dress with this black top and this awful like purple pink paisley bottom and I got to the church and it was all dimly lit and it was beautiful and I don't know if any of y'all have been to a Catholic church during an important event but they have incense so as my sister and I are walking down the aisle because it's my turn 
we're just smelling the incense. So you're, you're kind of on the cusp of like wanting to cough, but also faint. So they'll have like medic people on the side because someone will faint. And it's hot in there because there's a lot of people getting confirmed. And, and before you is the bishop and he's on the stairs like above you and he's in his giant, it's not called a robe, but his giant robe and his really big, and it's not called a crown, but his crown. And it's just this experience where you're like uncomfortable because everyone's watching you, but you're comfortable because you're like am I hallucinating am I gonna faint I don't know and you're also like oh shit my parents are mad at me for still choosing Zdislava Burka but anyways I get up there and I do all the right things and my sister says all the right things and just like that I'm confirmed in the faith that brought me up which means I'm ready for Catholic high school so Zdislava and I go to Catholic high school. We go to Christ the King Catholic High School. And she goes with me uh, to the all-school masses where I wear, you know, like what seems like a turtleneck, long sleeve maxi dress potato sack because I don't want to offend any of the boys. And, uh, and then because it's a, a Catholic high school, they offer confession at lunchtime. So instead of laughing with my friends and eating a calzone, I get to go tell the priest how sorry I am for having sexual dreams and how many times the word, I said the word shit that day. So... And she also goes with me to my classes. And in my classes, I gather up the, the knowledge and the education of what it means to be Catholic. And what it means to be Catholic is that Catholics love their brothers and sisters. Unless they're not Catholic, then you know you're a little bit better than them. <laughs> but, 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 but Catholics can sin. And their sins look like anything from murder to going to hell because you watched porn. Um, I learned that marriage is a sacred bond between a man and a woman and God, which means divorce isn't real. It's not valid. And if you're experiencing SSA, same-sex attraction, uh, Sister Gertrude informs Adislava and I that it's because you've drank too much hormone-infused water. So <laughs> just for all the ladies out there looking at me like, damn, who is she? You drank too much water, and I'm just the bearer of news. I also learned about gender roles. And me being female meant I got to serve my husband and bear lots of babies. And if I wasn't going to do that, then I should become a nun. So these are the things that Dislava and I walked through the halls learning, gathering. And we were ready to take it on to college when I graduated. But I had this deep gnawing feeling that I wasn't ready. So this is where my advice to you comes in. If you ever find yourself an 18-year-old cradle Catholic who is close-minded, uh, sheltered, and harboring a lot of internalized homophobia, you should take a trip. And this trip needs to be to Hawaii for about three months. If you're not catching on, this is me. I did this. Um... <laughs> So the last part of my gap year, I went to Hawaii for three months. And I have to tell there is not a place on this planet that will get you outside of your comfort zone so quickly. I had experiences that changed my worldview. I met people and groups of people who believed in the volcano as their mountains. I made friends with a man who believed in love as this universal concept that's not constrained by gender or number or any set of rules. And I, I smoked weed for the first time and the second time and the third time. 
And I, and I did independent things. I went on a trip without my family. I actually, I went to Maui for a week with my tent mate and um, I fell in love with said tent mate. And one night when we come back, we're sitting underneath the gazebo and we're, we're laughing and reminiscing on all the fun memories we had just made in that island. And our friends, kind of over in the distance, started a, a fire. So there was that smoky, that smoky smell in the air. And their conversation was, was drifting over. And you could kind of hear them. And the, the nightlife was coming to life. Like they would sing their nightly song, you know. And there was this moment beneath this gazebo that was still. And she told me how she felt about me. And I had to make a choice in that moment. It was a choice that's been brewing inside of me for a long time. And, and I went over and I kissed her. And I kissed her kind of intensely at first, but then more slowly and softly. And then more passionately again. And as I'm kissing this girl that I have fallen in love with, underneath the Hawaiian starry sky, my confirmation comes full circle. And I make a new confirmation to myself. And that is no matter what any single person, any group of people, any faith, any religion, anybody tells me, I have to do what sits well with me. And I have to live my truth. And I have to tell y'all that I've been trying to do that every day since then. And it is the hardest, most challenging but the most rewarding thing I have ever done. And I thank you so much for listening to the story of my confirmation tonight. Thank you. I have to confess to Zdislava Berka. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've drank a lot of hormone infused water. <laughs> Thanks, Kat, for telling that story. To pitch your story for a future Raven Narratives event, fill out the contact form on our website at ravennarratives.org. A list of our live storytelling events in 2019 is also on our website on the events page. Subscribe to the Raven Narratives podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and share these stories with your friends. If a particular story makes you laugh, cry, or look at your world with a little bit more clarity, please leave a comment and let us know. Big thanks to our photographer, McCarson Lee of Red Scarf Shots. Check out the portraits of our storytellers on the gallery page of the Raven Narratives website, and be sure to visit her website at redscarfshots.com. And thanks to our fiscal nonprofit sponsor, Mancus Valley Resources. Find out more about the wonderful projects they support in the Mancus Valley of Colorado at mancusvalleyresources.com. The website for buying Raven Narratives tickets, ravennarrativestickets.org, was created by Cortez Web Services. Check out how they can help your business online at cortezweb.com. And our theme music was written and composed by Mo Cooley and performed by Mo and the Motones. Find out more about their music on the Motones Facebook page. That's M-O-E Tones on Facebook.
enough without take. Mic drop, mic drop, mic drop. I think it's the cloudy weather. Like Might there's be. a concentration. There is a concentration. And just the kind of like low. a zen master. Rushing us vibe. down. <laughs> it's real. Okay. <laughs>